Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the emotional content they provide to guide us in our spiritual journey to learn, to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Today we are on the sixth Sunday of Easter time, and the reading is on Acts 8. We find Philip traveling to the city of Samaria. We saw some beautiful stories of inclusion in Jesus's journey on earth as he reached out to the Samaritans who were considered outcasts of the time. So Philip follows in the foot in the footsteps of the master, travels to the city of Samaria. He's on the go, go, proclaiming Christ. And this is such a different Philip from the one we saw just a few days ago when Jesus is still walking around after the resurrection with the disciples and sharing stories with them and training them. And Philip is still asking so many questions to Jesus. After the descent of the Holy Spirit, Philip is on the go. So this is the season where we ourselves are praying out loud for the coming of the Holy Spirit. And we are asking that we receive the same enthusiasm to move about on the go and staying on mission. He's moving with one accord. So even though he's on his own, he is of one mind. He is in unity with the apostles. And the crowds are paying attention because not only is his word powerful, he is filled with the Holy Spirit, but he is doing signs. So these signs that he's doing are very dramatic. He is cleaning uh, clean spirits coming out of people. He's curing paralyzed and crippled people. So we might read these stories and say, wow, those signs were tremendous. But we can still ask ourselves, what are the signs of our life that other people are looking at? that they could actually gain a divine perspective, that they would come to know God through the actions of our lives. And that is shown in how we share love, how we extend our blessings to others. And it can be in our neighborhood, in our workplace, it can be in our family. How are we sharing our vulnerability? We're invited, inviting people into the places of pain in our life and showing the truthfulness of our journey creating a sense of intimacy so that others can also share where they're coming from. And perhaps the uncleanliness that we can help heal has something to do with how a person is speaking. They're maybe not speaking in a clean way and we can guide or instruct or or propose that there might be better expressions. Or the uncleanliness might be in the movies that they're watching or the social media that they're engaging or maybe the language in the songs, songs they hear. So we can find that our level of helping clean and whatever is unclean is still available for us, even if we cannot do these signs that Philip was doing. And in those signs, the Holy Spirit will work through us as well. So when our action can be lovingly inviting to others to achieve a, a heavenly perspective. Maybe we are helping somebody that is paralyzed with fear in the pandemic. I have a friend who just created a virtual chat to help a woman that is immune compromised and very afraid. And we're going to gather and do a sewing class. None of us knows how to sew. I know how to dance flamenco, so I'll offer that. And each one of us is coming to help her in this moment of of fear, and we are all excited because we all have fears of our own. 
and perhaps somebody crippled, not in their feet, but in their ability to provide for their family. Maybe they've lost a job and we can offer them either something they can do temporarily on a contract so we can help them on the feeling of being crippled or maybe we can provide for them. So Jesus tells us to get in action and that's the invitation from the actions of Philip today. What happens as a result of Philip's action is that there is great joy in the city. And he has this great reception that people in Samaria who had been divided in that small region of the world, and they're accepting the word of God. And the feeling is so, so wonderful. The news traveled back to Jerusalem and then the apostles sent Peter and John so we see two of the apostles traveling to Samaria, excited, and they come with their own mission. Philip was a missionary opening boundaries, uh, including a tribe that had been separated from a long time ago, uh, showing, sharing, showing signs, sharing knowledge. And the apostles come in that sense of excitement and joy to pray for them, to pray with them so that they might receive the Holy Spirit. So this is the season where we all pray for the Holy Spirit to come upon us and the apostles lay hands in them so they bless the mission. This is the role of community, to come around those that are in need and also to celebrate the great accomplishments that we have with each other. This psalm helps us do that today, Psalm 66, and it's like uh, yesterday's, let all the earth cry out to God with joy. And I like to pl uh, pay attention to the verbs that this verse, that this um, psalm uses, shout, sing, proclaim, they're all bigger than life words, and they invite us, even in our seclusion and isolation for the pandemic, they allow us to expand our hearts. We see people shouting from the windows in Italy in, and in Spain. We see them coming to the rooftops, expressing with music, with uh, signs of appreciation for the healthcare providers, the policemen. So this time of the pandemic has also elevated our expressions. And we can do that also in our neighborhoods. We're seeing it. We're planning a graduation one for our son that is finishing uh, senior year with uh, restrictions on how we can celebrate them, uh, all the seniors. So they have done great works. And Psalm 66 says, come and see the works of God. And we do that for each other. Come and see the works of the healthcare providers. And we're holding these shouting from the roof events. And our seniors, come and see them. We're having these drive-by car parades to express our joy. And how are we doing that for the actions of God in our life? It's important at the end of every day to take notice with gratitude for the things that have happened in that day. And sometimes it's easier than others to do that, to express gratefulness for the things that have happened. But do you declare what God is doing in your life? Pay attention. Share it with others. It can be a moment of great appreciation and instruction for a neighbor, a family member, or a friend. Today we have a second reading, and this one comes from 1 Peter 3. Peter tells us, Beloved, 
Sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for the reason for your hope, but do it with gentleness and reverence. These are such packed verses. Sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Placing Christ in the middle of our heart in saying he is Lord means I'm coming back to him over and over throughout the day and maintain a conversation with him to say, what do you think about this? How does this seem to you? How do I address this feeling that I have right now? He's the constant companion if he is at the center of my heart. Sanctify Christ as Lord in your heart seems such an odd sentence to me because there's nothing that I have that could possibly sanctify God. So the understanding that when we sanctify, it's a form of blessing to say, I bless you, Lord. I keep you in my heart. I allow you to be the Lord of it. I return to you throughout my day and ask for assistance, for guidance, for patience, for courage. When we can develop this presence of God, that throughout the day we are in conversation with him, in, our, in the middle of our job, before we go into a presentation, we make an act of presence to say, help me out, I'm about to speak. Or when we receive a difficult phone call, we say, may I allow you to speak through me as I have to say some difficult things to this person. Or when we are reprimanding one of our children because they have acted incorrectly, that we may do so, as Peter tells us today, with gentleness and reverence, with guidance, with patience. So to allow ourselves to share the reason for our hope means that we take account of our daily activities, of our life's activities, back to God on a regular basis so that we can have self-reflection in our actions and then we can share that with those that are around us for encouragement, to build intimacy, to share uh, milestones in our adventures, to have a depth of feeling, a depth of understanding that in sharing it with someone else that is asking us for the reason for our hope, our own hope is increased. But sometimes when we share from the depth of who we are, we receive rejection. Or here, in this case, uh, Peter continues saying, so that when you are maligned, those who defame your, defame your good conduct in Christ may themselves be put to shame. That means that sometimes we are going to have Actions that are going to be judged harshly by those around us that maybe don't understand why we're acting a certain way. And we are going to be attacked. He himself died crucified upside down. So he knew deeply what suffering and persecution were. Today, we focus on returning throughout the day to that divine perspective and to Jesus who accompanies us. He told us. I remain with you until the end of time. The gospel reading from today is from John 14, verses 15 through 21. Jesus continues on this love feast in John, in his high priestly 
prayer that goes on for a few chapters. And he tells us again, love me, that is, keep my commandments. He's going to be interceding for us. He says, I will ask the Father. He'll give you another advocate. So he's going up to advocate for us, and we will have the Holy Spirit with us. So let us remember to ask the Holy Spirit to come upon us as we walk in these last days of Easter towards Pentecost. And we know that Jesus himself was not accepted. So when we choose a divine perspective, when we put love first, we're not always going to be acceptable to other people. They might see us as weak, or sometimes they might even judge our intentions. Jesus tells us the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept, is this advocate, because it neither sees nor knows him. So paying attention is required for seeing. Learning how to see is attuning our attention and attuning our focus. How do we see the Holy Spirit in action in our lives? Any place that there is love, kindness, gentleness, generosity, faith, hope, joy, those are fruits of the Holy Spirit. They're gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we've known from before that by their fruits you shall know them. So when those fruits are present, that means that the Holy Spirit is in action. And the Holy Spirit is this breath of life that moves within us and calls us forth to be our very best selves. It's not easy to do that. Sometimes emotions weigh us down. Emotions drag us down. We could feel anxiety or depression or fear or rejection or shame. We can feel, feel loneliness. And our emotions, rather than guiding us to higher levels of consciousness or awareness, can drag us down and actually paralyze us or stop us on our tracks. And we don't know how to move forward. Our breath is a wonderful unlocker of these moments of paralysis where we just are weighed down by the moment. I think all of us have had these moments in the pandemic. We feel that the world doesn't make sense and we can wonder how are we going to get out of this. So in the reading that we just looked at from First Peter, Peter was inviting us to say, what is the reason for your hope? And this spirit of love that Jesus came to expand in the world, to invite us on the journey of loving, is what the reason for our hope is, that when we love one another, the world becomes a better place. And especially in these moments of hardship and the pandemic, in these moments of uncertainty that we are about to face a summer uh, that is going to be very different from any summer we've had before, we have to encourage one another. We have to reach out to one another. And this is my wish today as I reach out through this podcast to you to wish that you connect to the spirit of truth and that you connect as well uh, to me. I would love to know your thoughts and feelings and your perspective.